Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Journey In podcast with me, Jess Montasia. I'm here to remind you guys, you can now support the show by becoming an active listener. Becoming an active listener contributes to the show in a really big way, and it's going to help me to continue to spread my mission through this podcast. So to become an active listener, scroll to the bottom of any episode show notes and look for the very last link anchor.fm slash journeyandpod slash support. Click on it and it will get you all set up to make a monthly contribution that goes directly to the show in any amount that you feel called. Thank you guys so much just for being here and listening and also supporting the show in this way. I can't wait to continue journeying with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm feeling really inspired today to speak more on my journey with nutrition. And I don't have this planned out or anything, so we're going to just see what surfaces, but I just feel a really intense call to, to speak on my journey. I was having a conversation with someone about fasting, and it just sparked this inspiration in me. And that's normally how I record my podcasts is when I have this inspiration and it feels really true to my process and to speak on my experiences. And so I'm going to dive deeper into that. And so I have touched a little bit on my nutrition journey back in my very first episode, but we're going to go deeper today and I'm going to get really vulnerable with you guys about my experience with disordered eating. This is something that I've told very few people about, but again, I feel called to speak on it. So I just want to preface this as with all of my episodes. I just want to say this is subjective and please, you know, if you do struggle with disordered eating or if you are struggling with any sort of health issues and you want to work on your nutrition, I really do recommend working with a practitioner on that. But let this just be, you know, hopefully you can find some comfort in hearing about my experience if this does apply to you. So I'm going to take you guys back. My my nutrition journey has been, it's been an interesting one. It's been long. It's been really nutrition is what sparked my me going down a rabbit hole and embarking on this whole new journey of health and wellness. It was the first time that I quote unquote reinvented myself. (laughs) And this was back when I was 25. So I have shared quite a bit that pre 25 Jess was, (laughs) oh boy, party girl, literally ate whatever was in front of me, did not care what I put in my body at all. Pizza, junk food, fast food, it was pretty extreme, I'm not going to lie. Um, I did not cook, didn't know how to cook at all. It, yeah, if you knew me back then, like so many people that were close to me in my life when I decided to go back to school for nutrition literally were like, what are you doing? Like, who who are you? Which I thought was so funny. But yeah, it just, then I, I did a food sensitivity test back when I was 25 and I learned that I had all these food intolerances and I was like, 
crying in my car and I was like, what the fuck? What, how am I supposed to eat? And yeah, it, it really slapped me in the face and it just, it woke me up. So I just had this like deep knowing that I needed to change my diet. And so I did. And if you guys remember, I explained back in my very first episode, I explained how I started off eating paleo and I bought myself a cook, a paleo cookbook and I started cooking all of my meals and I was really following the paleo way, which if you're familiar with paleo, it's gluten, grain, and dairy-free. And it also doesn't include any beans. Um, I remember I did allow myself to eat beans though because I wanted to. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I was really strict with it for the first few months. I actually started to feel really, really good, really clear. I had never had so much natural energy and my mind had never been like so clear. I literally didn't know what it was like to not have brain fog and a stomach ache. And I was 25 years old, which is truly just mind boggling to me at this point. But anyways, that's what really, I was like, so it just sparked this crazy fiery passion in me. And I decided I wanted to go back to school for holistic nutrition. I was working a corporate job at the time. And long story short, I, I went back to school and totally shifted my life, my career path, everything. So I'm going to dive deeper into what the experience was like when I was in school because I didn't really touch on that much in my previous episode, in my first podcast episode. And so... There was a lot of beauty in it, but there was also a lot of challenges. And so this was in the first, I would say, year and a half or so of my journey. So basically, I had gotten the food sensitivity results. This was just step one. And then I learned, I started working with a naturopath and I learned that I had leaky gut basically from eating all these foods that were so bad for me, it had really damaged the walls of my small intestine. And what leaky gut is, is it's basically when the, the walls of the small intestine are damaged, it allows for food particles and toxins to get into your blood. And it causes a whole lot of issues and digestive upset, even, you know, other, other ailments can surface from it as well. And so I had to go on a healing protocol to heal my leaky gut and I had to cut out a ton of foods. I had to go on a ton of supplements and I had to be super cautious about what I was eating and this was for months. But, you know, I knew it was worth it. I was super invested in it. It was probably for over like a four month period, I would say. And when I'm talking supplements, I'm talking like extensive supplements. I mean, it was, it was fucking crazy how many supplements I was taking. Honestly, I have a little bit of PTSD from it. But so this was, this was challenging because I had never restricted myself with eating before. I had always been really free and flowy with my eating. Clearly that's why my gut was all messed up. But Simultaneously, I was learning about ingredients and becoming, you know, a food label reader, literally reading every single label on food packages. I was getting obsessive. Okay, it was it 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 was bad. It was good until it was bad. So 
I started to, I didn't even realize this in the process, but I basically was getting, I was, I was honestly psychotic about what I was putting into my body. And like there would be, I would read every single ingredient on any single packaged item. And if there was any sort of additive or emulsifier or anything in it, I wouldn't let myself eat it. And I didn't realize at the time how mentally and emotionally draining being so strict like this was because once you get familiar with ingredients and what's not good for you and you start reading food labels, you start to see how backwards our food industry is and how much is marketed to us that is healthy, that is really not. And that's a whole nother tangent that I'm not going to go into right now. Maybe one day I'll do a podcast episode on that, but it was exhausting. I was to the point where I couldn't, I had to cook every single meal. If like, I was only letting myself basically eat what I cooked. Otherwise I would, sometimes I would just let myself go hungry if I was at work and I, there were no places around that I felt had clean enough food. Then I would just let myself be hungry, which is so unhealthy. And it really impacted my social life as well. I would literally only go places if it was a restaurant that lived up to my standards, ingredients wise. So I was turning down social engagements based on where people were going. And I ended up not doing a lot of stuff because of that, because it's very hard to eat super healthy when you eat out. And this was just all unfolding very naturally. Like I was just becoming, you know, with my healing protocol, I was so obsessed with healing my gut that I did. But then after that, this bled into it, like created this monster in me of I became obsessed with what I was putting into my body to the point where it was unhealthy. And I was starting to, like, in this time, I had cultivated a really, really beautiful relationship with food. I started cooking. I started familiarizing myself with really healthy whole foods, healthy ingredients. And there was so much beauty within that. But then, without even realizing it, I was also completely damaging my relationship with food at the same time. And... After I healed my gut, it got worse. I was I was happy because I wasn't having a lot of gut issues. However, every single day eating felt like a chore. It was exhausting. I was like, I was seriously obsessed with what I was putting into my body to the point where I didn't even realize how emotionally taxing it was on me. So this was going on. Okay, that's a preface to this next part of my journey. This was going on. And then despite all of my efforts to be super healthy and how restricted I was being with my diet, a few months later, I started getting extreme bloating and I was having just a ton of gut issues again. And I had already healed my gut at this point and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I was like angry because I was being so strict with my eating and obsessive with what I was putting into my body. Anyways, 
I ended up going back to my naturopath and then this is when I was diagnosed with SIBO. So SIBO stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. I'm not going to get into exactly what it is. There's like a lot of different types of SIBO that you can have, but it's actually really hard to fully treat and get rid of because the small intestine is really hard to reach. So it basically means that there's bacteria literally overgrowing in your small intestine and it's causing a lot of, it's unhealthy bacteria and it's causing a lot of digestive upset and you have to go on an even stricter protocol. So this was like adding fuel to the fire, but I didn't have a choice. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go on this SIBO protocol. And oh my God, it, it was, it was so awful. I, this is not an exaggeration for the first three weeks. I ate nothing, nothing, but ground turkey, carrots, and grass-fed ghee. I'm not exaggerating. That is all I ate for three weeks. Can you imagine having to eat the same thing for three weeks? And then on top of that, I was having to take these antibiotics that were targeting my targeting the bacteria in my small intestine. And right before I had to take them twice a day. And right before I had to drink gore gum, which if you're not familiar with gore gum, it's it's a gum, it's like a stabilizer that's added to a lot of food to give it a better consistency. Anyways, I had to mix pure gore gum powder with water. And I had to drink it, it was like drinking goop. I had to drink it on an empty stomach so that it would basically bring out the bacteria in my small intestine because the bacteria would feed on stuff like that. And then I would have to take the antibiotics because then the antibiotics would kill the bacteria off. So I had to do that twice a day for three weeks. And by this time, my, like my mental health around eating was, it was not, not okay. And I didn't even really realize it. And then I remember toward the the end of the first phase of that protocol I just stopped it I literally said fuck this and I was like I was angry I was pissed I was like I have been by this time I was almost two years into my nutrition journey and I was like I have been so diligent with like obsessive with what I put into my body I have been so perfect with it. I have been just putting so much effort into it that I literally, I stopped the protocol. I stopped seeing my naturopath and I decided to eat whatever the fuck I wanted to eat. And I went on, I just remember, I remember eating a lot of snacks, like a lot of chips potato chips and a lot of popcorn specifically I was eating a lot of pastries and stuff just like really indulgent stuff right because basically what happened is I was on one end of the extreme and then because I was so far on that extreme side of eating healthy I was rebelling and I went on the complete opposite side where I was over indulging and Again, like in the midst of all of this, I I wasn't consciously aware of what was happening. It was just, it was just unfolding. And I felt really frustrated. I felt like I, I felt defeated. And so I was like, fuck it. And I was still eating healthier meals, but I, I was snacking a lot. 
to the point where I was hiding it. I was living with my parents at the time and I was actually hiding it. Um, I would sit in my bed every single night and eat an entire bag of either potato or tortilla chips or popcorn. That was like my, my go-to, like that was, that was my snack of choice. And I would eat the entire, like an entire full size bag, a big bag in one sitting. And so this went on for probably about a few months. I started gaining weight. I wasn't feeling good. I was super emotionally just, I was frustrated. I was really pissed off at my body because I felt like it just was like betraying me. No matter how hard I tried, I felt like, I just felt like I couldn't win. And I didn't know who to talk to about it. Health coaching wasn't as prominent as it is now because this was, this was probably about three years ago now. And I just felt really alone. So anyways, one day, one night, I should say, I had eaten an entire bag of popcorn, I'm pretty sure it was. And I went into the bathroom and I made myself throw up. And that was the first time that I had made myself purge. I had thought about it before because I was so uncomfortable at times with like how much I ate. And I remember like forcing myself to go to sleep despite the uncomfort. And I would be like throwing up in my mouth sometimes and I would just force it. Oh, it's just so, so bad. So bad. Um, anyways, so one night I actually did make myself throw up and this is harder to talk about than I thought it would be. Um, I just sat on the floor of my bathroom and I cried and cried and cried and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? And I realized in that moment that I was on the path to becoming bulimic and I was like, I can't do this. I, I can't. This is not the way. I have come so far in my journey. This is, this is not going to be my path. And so I ended up going to sleep that night. And the next day I just, I reflected a lot. And I just realized how mentally and emotionally taxed I was around my eating and around food and I was reflecting on the past few years and I was like this this restricted eating and this obsession with everything that I put into my body down to every single ingredient drove me here and so I actually so I just started I started just listening to my body honestly like I think back about I think back to this and I'm I'm really grateful because I was able I feel like I caught myself early on enough that I was able to pull myself out of it without any professional help because it was literally like the first time I purged I was like I cannot keep doing this. So I feel really grateful in that sense. But basically what I started doing is I just started incorporating things back into my diet that I really wanted to have. I started listening to my body. If I really, really, really wanted like a donut or something, I would let myself have it in moderation. And I started to find that when I would 
allow myself to give in to like a craving or a desire and not overdo it, I started to find that I was satisfied after just having like one donut or one cookie. And, and then I could go back to eating healthy, you know, a normal healthy routine. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, this is, this is what balance is. This is, you know, you hear people preach balanced living, having a balanced diet all the time. But I guess I had to just like push myself to the to the point of self-destruction to figure out that I could have healthy balance in my life. And oddly enough, once I started, once I started letting myself, you know, indulge when I wanted to, I like my gut issues didn't come back. I like my SIBO just went away. I mean, I really do think that the first round of the healing protocol helped it. But I honestly think that a lot of my gut issues were attributed to my mental health during that time. Because obviously, I'm sure you guys have heard of the gut brain connection. It's a real thing. And I was so mentally and emotionally not in a good place that it was manifesting in my gut. And it was my body's way of telling me like, hey, we, we need more balance. And so I just started to really slowly allow myself to incorporate things that I really wanted to eat. And this is when I really started focusing on like healthy baking and baking without refined sugars and refined flours. And that was really satisfying for me because my body wasn't getting physiologically addicted to sugar because I was not having any refined sugars and I wasn't overdoing it because I was basically eating healthier alternatives to you know a bunch of the junk that's out there so I was able to have this like clear connection with my body of understanding when a craving was just a desire for me to have some balance in my diet and it wasn't you know an emotional craving or I wasn't addicted to sugar you know there's there's a fine line between understanding that as well. So I, I just was able to develop this really healthy balance with my diet and allowing myself to have like really yummy baked goods and allowing myself to go out to eat. And of course I would still modify, but I changed my mindset around eating. I was like, or around eating out. I was like, I don't have to be perfect. Like I, this, it's fun to eat out. It's fun to go be with friends. It's fun to go you know, enjoy a meal that I wouldn't normally cook for myself and it doesn't have to be perfect. And I just changed my whole mindset around eating. And ever since then, I have been like my, my I, I was really focused on establishing a healthy relationship with food and food freedom. And I still have some gut issues here and there. Like if I, I am lactose intolerant, so if I eat dairy, I, I can have a reaction and same with gluten. But I allow myself to have it in moderation if I really, really want it or if there's something really yummy that may have dairy in it. I give myself the permission to indulge if I want to. And I'm, I've just been finding that the, the better mental state I am in around food and just life in general, the better emotional state that I'm in, my body doesn't react as much. So that is definitely something to consider. 
that's been a huge part of my experience. And I noticed that I have a lot of digestive upset when I am not in a good emotional state or when I'm really stressed or when I have a lot of anxiety. And yeah, I've just been able to really cultivate this this really healthy awareness around it. And I'm really grateful for this experience because it helps me hold on to my food freedom and it also helps me to not feel the pressure to define my diet and I don't compare my diet to other people anymore. I just don't. I don't care. <laughs> I eat what I want when I want as long – but I know, like, it's healthier, obviously. But I do let myself – again, I let myself indulge. I have balance with it and there are times where I feel I go a little overboard with indulging lately and I know – but I know that I need to get back to, you know – eating cleaner and, and listening to my body more in that instance. It's normally when I'm not meditating a lot that I get that way. And when life just feels like it, there's not when it feels like it's picking up and it's going really fast. But it was really, really interesting because after all of this happened, this was probably, so this was about three years ago that all of this happened. And then I started cultivating a healthy balance and a healthy relationship with food I was on Instagram, classic. Um, so this was probably about two years ago. This was a year after I felt like I was really balanced and had a lot of food freedom. So I was on Instagram and this girl that I follow was talking about an eating disorder that she used to have called orthorexia. And she explained how it was an eating disorder that it's when you're obsessed, overly obsessed with eating healthy, which I know that doesn't sound that legit, but <laughs> coming from someone who's had it, it, it is. And I, I remember just freezing in the moment and being like, just having this moment of like, holy shit, I had that. And so I started researching it a little bit more and, you know, it's a legit eating disorder. And it's called orthorexia nervosa, and it is defined by being overly obsessive with eating healthy food. And it can cause, it can lead to really unhealthy consequences like anxiety, social isolation, malnutrition. Like I told you guys, I wasn't eating sometimes because I, there would be nothing that was healthy enough for me to eat. So I just would starve myself sometimes. And really a lot, it really disconnects you from your natural intuitive hunger cues. It's just, it's really damaging. And so I just realized that that is what I had right before I started getting into binge eating. And it's what led me to my binge eating. And so, you know, it's, it's a real thing. And I really wanted to speak on this because I think as women especially, it can be so, developing a healthy relationship with food can be so challenging and with your body, it can be so challenging. And I really just want to encourage anyone who has struggled with any type of disordered eating to know that like you're not alone and it feels really isolating and really lonely and you feel like you can't talk about it to anyone because they just won't understand. And in my, in my case, I didn't even really realize I was doing it. I didn't realize I was doing it. 
until I had that like epiphany on my bathroom floor. And it's okay if you have had any sort of eating disorder or if you're struggling with one right now, like it's okay. And again, it's more common than I think people realize. And a lot of people just don't talk about it. So this is me sharing my journey with it to, I don't know, I guess normalize it a little bit. I'm definitely not encouraging it. But what I am encouraging is to get the help that you need. And that can always just be starting with confiding in a loved one. Or maybe even just going to talk therapy, talking about whatever is going on in your life right now, getting a health coach. There are so many people out there that can help with these types of things now. And, you know, I'm not doing health coaching anymore, but the point of this podcast was to just, I don't know, I just felt like somebody needed to hear this, to be completely honest. And I think it's really important for women to be able to cultivate that healthy sense of food freedom and not shame yourself when you're eating a bagel or having a slice of pizza or a donut. And understand that you're human, you deserve to enjoy life. And part of enjoying life is enjoying the yummy foods that life has to offer. And just know that there's healthy alternatives to everything, literally everything. And you can create a balanced lifestyle that feels good, that feels yummy, that doesn't feel like you're restricting yourself. It's totally possible. But you have to start by being honest with yourself. And again, a lot of your relationship with food comes from other areas of your life. Your relationship with yourself, your relationship with the people around you, stress, anxiety, unfulfillment in your career. It all intertwines, whether you realize it or not. So what else, what else do I want to say around this? I would say, so where I'm at right now with my eating, I have felt a little disconnected from it. I'm not going to lie. But that's also because I've been really stressed about other things in my life. And I finally feel like I'm gaining inspiration again around eating and nutrition. So for a while, I, I pulled away from nutrition altogether. As I started going down my spiritual journey, I, was, I used to be so into the science of nutrition and I loved it, and that's what I went back to school for, and I loved it, but <laughs> the more I start, the more spiritual I started getting, and the more I started going down my spiritual path, the science wasn't making sense, and so that's when I started really leaning more into intuitive eating, and, and um, yeah, so I kind of got away from the science aspect of it, but I believe that we can all reconnect with that intuitive the intuitive hunger cues that our body sends us and we can really reconnect with our bodies and we can really reconnect with what works for us and just really, really know that nutrition is so individualized. Regardless of who you work with, just understand that if you work with a health coach or a nutritionist or even a doctor on your diet, just understand that with nutrition, it is all trial and error. You're not going to know what works for you until you try it. And keep in mind, like, please don't ever compare yourself to other people's journeys because what works for other people maybe isn't meant to work for you. 
And so please don't get discouraged by that. And I would really encourage you to lean into what you naturally feel drawn to, even if it quote unquote doesn't seem healthy or doesn't make logical sense. That's your intuition guiding you. So trust yourself, trust yourself. And, you know, the more that you sit with yourself, I think meditating is the best thing that anyone can do. If you want to start with cleaning up your diet, the best thing you can do is to start by sitting with yourself and and familiarizing yourself with what's going on internally in your mind, reconnecting with your body, you know, using breath work to reconnect your mind to your body and go from there. And just, again, get a team that's going to support you, that's not going to force anything on you, that's not going to shame you for trying things. And when things don't work, that's okay. You tried it. Move on. So that's really the message that I want to to end on or end with, rather. And I just want to send everybody love who is listening right now. And this is a very vulnerable part of my journey so please hold it with love I ask you to please hold it with love it is not very easy to talk about but I'm not ashamed of it it happened and I believe it happened for a reason and it honestly is what helps me to stay so confident in knowing that I need to have balance with my diet and knowing what that looks like for me and knowing that It's more serving for me to not define my diet and to take it day by day and release perfection. You are not here to be perfect, my friend. Let me tell you that. So I'm sending all of you guys so much love. Just know that a health journey, a nutrition journey, it is never going to be linear. Okay? There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. But you're never alone. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see. I'm feeling more of a call to bring more nutrition into the podcast. So we'll see what comes through. But in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.